Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. I have a little secret to tell everybody. Tim, should I let everybody in? A secret? It's a secret, yeah. Should I share it with everybody? Yeah, why not? All right. I haven't been live all summer, and today is the day. Yes, we're live. So uh, you just heard the voice of the one and only Tim out there, and he's going to be manning the phones and manning all the controls for us. Tim, I missed you all summer. I missed you too. I know. And please call in. Keep me busy. Yes, absolutely. I gave Tim a great big hug when I saw him this morning, and I also have Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections with me this morning. morning. Hi. I know. Well, you've been with me a couple times. We've been pre-recording. Pre-recording? Yeah. It was just a way for us to sort of, you know, enjoy the summer a little bit. Right. You know, to have... Get out in the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Do some things. And yeah, so that was the fun part for me and Mark this summer. We did, uh, we purchased a boat and we had a great summer together on it. So it was awesome. We got it late in the season, so, uh, but we still got some really good use out of it, which was really, really fun. So um, that's why you haven't had us live, but you have us live now. I know that a few of you have called. I know that um, my number one fan out there, Tom from Kingston, if he can't get in touch with me here, he'll call me on my cell phone. So... He will track you down. (laughs) He has tracked me down. (laughs) He will find a way to do it. It's either by voicemail or uh, texting me or, well, maybe he hasn't texted me yet, but he's definitely sent me messages on Facebook and stuff. So um, good morning, Tim and Patsy. Um, I'm live, so give us a call today, 781-837-4900. We've had some great shows over the summer anyways, too, so we um, didn't give up on the value we felt that we were giving you, but uh, we wanted to just take some time to be with family. Right, and see if anybody noticed too yeah i know i don't think anyone did no yeah you know it was funny though because one day i was like oh what a beautiful day it is outside and i'm like oh i hope it is nice out on saturday i should have looked at the weather because it was gorgeous that thursday we were doing a lot on thursdays right, and we were recording in the afternoon and trying to look at it in the mornings <laughs> yeah, and, uh, i know <laughs> we just need to make sure we don't rerun these shows in december when it's uh, like, oh what a great day out it's 80 uh, degrees and we're like what are you talking exactly. about? Where are you? I know. We actually thought about that a couple of times. We had Ryan, who's been great. So you work, Tim, hand in hand with yes, Ryan a yes, lot. Excellent. He, he's awesome. So yeah. he was with us during the week. And we he got a lot of bloopers. Oh, we're gonna, really? We're going to do a blooper show. Ooh. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. No. So if you did or said something sort of silly or ridiculous, he has it. The, the best and <laughs> enough, like the Splish Splash, uh, yeah, the, the McAmara sp- plumbing. <laughs> yes, the Splish Splash uh, plumbing uh, commercial. The best and not best of talk real estate, shall we say? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, right. when I say plumber, because that's my husband. So if my husband is, he is out there doing some plumber work today. So good morning, Mark. Uh, love you as always. Casey and Mackenzie are out doing their thing. Good. Yeah. So today we have Steve Cook again from Imperial Inspections. We have you once a month. My treat to get to have you across from me. What do you want to talk about today? Uh, probably some preventative. You know, after last winter, this is the time of year before you get to that stage, maybe to do some, uh, you know, in, you know, a little peer up in the attic to, you know, do some preventative for ice dams, you know, some simple mm-hmm. things that you can do. Or if you yeah. had them really bad last year, this would be the time to do it before, you yeah. know, you get to the... Uh, 
winter season. Do you think some people probably don't even have, like, I, fe- I hear that people are still getting repairs done from last winter. Oh, I still see it on the home inspections. You know, you're going up there and, you know, looking at the ceilings on the outer walls mm-hmm. and just still a lot of water damage. And the problem is, is it was never opened up. So if it's a newer home, the insulation's in there, just soaked it up like a sponge uh. and... And that can bring other issues, and we're going to talk about some environmental stuff. I mean, we want to talk about radon. Yes. We could talk a little bit about mold. Right. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about lead paint, and then maybe asbestos. I had a question for you about sure. asbestos, too. Absolutely. So we can talk about some environmental issues. So again, uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Steve Cook from Imperial Inspection Services. Not only does he do home inspections, but he does all kinds of other inspections as well. The number here at the um, studio live today, 781 seven four nine zero zero seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero if you have any questions for steve or myself this morning you know regarding real estate that's one thing but if regarding you know you had the ice dams last year what you should be doing or just some general questions or suggestions for us and the rest of the listeners please call us tim is waiting for your phone calls seven eight one eight three seven four nine and if you don't want to get live on the uh, air you can always uh you know send us an email and yeah you can get it right now as we're sitting oh. here at imperial inspections uh at gmail.com oh, you and can get, get your- that right here and uh oh. Answer the question on the air for you, too. Yeah, that's a really good idea. You know what? You could text us, too. Absolutely. Right? 781-294-4848. 781-294-4848. I have my phone sitting here waiting. If you want to text us a question, that's a really good idea, Steve. You're, boy, you're the brains of the I tell the you, brains every of once in a while here. I get something. Yeah. That's it for the year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all set. Don't even like you know worry your little head about it. Oops, I'm dropping stuff all over the place. You'll have to remind me to get that when okay. we leave, okay? Um, so, again, we have Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections. We are talking about uh, preventative maintenance is what we're going to start with. Also, I want to mention uh, that the show today is being sponsored by the Curtain House, uh, which is also located in the same plaza as me at Brook Hill Place uh, over in Pembroke on uh, 31 Scusage Street in Pembroke. Uh, you will hear their commercials played uh, throughout the show. Um, so if you are interested in sponsoring the show, you can also let me know. Uh, about that too, 781-826-7300. Again, we are sponsored by the Curtain House uh, for today. So, um, okay, so last year, the well, you saw the Farmer's Almanac. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think, how true do you think that is? Uh, sometimes I get it right, but, you know, everything's uh, percentages, I guess. So when you get it right, everybody says, hey, good. And if they get it wrong, they forget about it real quickly. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the Farmer's Almanac is sort of always right, though. Right, yes. Aren't they? What do you think, well, Tim? a lot of acorns out there. I heard too. they're at least always 80% accurate. Yep. Yeah. So. It sounds about right. Yes. Yeah. Somebody had told me that if you look at a holly bush and if it has a lot of berries on it, that that's Mother's Nature's way of letting us know that there's going to be a big heavy winter because then there's more food for the the bunnies and stuff but yep, again for the squirrels and stuff they were saying that's not true with the acorns coming off the trees really yeah after you get a lot of acorns out there you know the squirrels squirrel it away you know and mm-hmm. uh they usually say it's going to be a tough winter if you see a lot out on your lawn. Yeah, just like yep. a mother would do, right? Mother taking care of Mother Nature, yeah. taking care of her little youngins there, yes, right? That's oh. right. Yeah, I'm sort of bummed about it. What's that? The, the thought of all that snow again. I'm barely over last year. Really, I'm uh, serious. I'm re- I'm barely over it. But so. it's a good experience. It's going to be okay, Sharon. Yeah. We'll yeah. get it through. We'll get through it together. <laughs> it's a lot of cuddle time, that's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh yeah. Fuzzy socks and fireplaces. Mm-hmm. You know, watching movies. But whatever, it's life. Uh, but last year we did. What did we do? We did like. 
We did so two many shows. shows on the ice dams, and um, you know, this year here, what you may want to do is be preemptive. You know, on the ice mm-hmm. dams, maybe take some uh, precautions with them. Either putting uh, one area of doing it is putting uh, heat cables oh. on the problematic areas of your home, and uh, what heat cables are is basically looks almost like a thick uh you know coaxial or a cable tv wire okay that sits up on the roof and they usually you know makes like a v going up and down maybe about oh. two feet up from the edge of the roof from the gutter mm-hmm. and these plug in and you got to remember if you do install these you should you know turn them on or maybe get the automatic uh, sensor which will you know turn it on if it goes below a certain degree okay and you have to turn them on before the snow that way it will keep up yeah, without Melting any build-up, exactly. Before. If you turn them on after you have a snow load on your roof, then you're going to create uh, ice dams. because <laughs> it's going to melt all the water below the snow, and then it's going to seep right into your house. And then just house. let it right into your house. Exactly. So let me ask you this question. If, if you had the um, ice dams last year, and you basically just chopped off the ice and then didn't do anything else... Are you probably certain that you'll get them again, or is it like what's actually causing an ice dam to happen? Well, it's the snow that builds up on the roof, mm-hmm. and then below at the edges, what happens is the heat from the house causes that snow to melt, and then the cold causes it to freeze, and you get this big, huge ice block, you know, maybe a foot up to a foot and a half from the gutter area. And mm-hmm. then if you have the warmth from inside the home, that's going to melt the bottom of the ice, and just through, you know, gravity, it's going to draw it into the home okay so there's nothing really you know to so that's why you have people want there's a couple of reasons i guess then for those roof rakes right yep, the snow rakes you probably order those now yeah, exactly because last year they were uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a very expensive commodity yeah, if you exactly. could find them and uh, that's why you see people you know on the lower built homes like ranches and so yeah. they'd clear the snow about two three feet up from the uh, gutter line yeah and that helps prevent that ice you know, from forming there. Yeah, and I think that that's another thing too. It just prompted something in my in my mind here was in regard to you know getting the snow removed and doing a good job at that. Yeah, definitely go out and buy the snow rakes now. I mean, because they were you know far and few in between. But um, my dad, actually, good morning, dad. I know you're listening. Um, he had told me a story that he was with a friend recently that a contractor came by her house and charged her like three thousand dollars or something to do to remove snow and all this other. stuff from the house, which is, you know, that the people out there that are taking advantage of seniors, it's sort of ridiculous. I can't imagine it costs $3,000 to remove snow from a house. Right. I just, you know, a captive audience and, you know, emergency, you know, some people took, you know, advantage of that. And it was like, I think I talked about it last year, one inspection I went on, it was the elderly couple that, you know, lived in the home. And for some reason, the people removing the ice were there the day we were doing the uh, home inspection. And they were there with sledgehammers. And I mean, they just damaged the gutters on the place. One guy put a hole through the roof with the sled and just left. And then just left. And these people just said no because they couldn't get outside to look up and they just yeah. thought it was taken care of. And it was like eight nine $900 and they were only there like a half an hour. But the yeah. damage that they did to the roof and the roof, uh, you know, sheathing up there was unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So let's just hope that if this does happen again this year that at least we have some people out there that have some integrity and right. a conscience of some sort, you know, that they're not doing that to people. But if you are listening, just keep in mind, you should always look for a referral, not somebody who's just knocking on your door exactly. to do these things, you know. Um, so, again, we have Tim who is uh, manning the phones for us this morning here as we are live. Again, I'm with Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections.
781-837-4900. If you had ice dams last year or any other type of damage from the snow and you had some questions for Steve on what you can do to prevent it from happening this year, uh, we'd love to have some phone calls this morning. That would be great. Uh, so we look forward to your call. The um, So let's continue on. So the heat cables is one thing that they can do. So I understand that. But is that something that a homeowner can do themselves? Uh, I would say not. Have it professionally done because you're dealing with electrical and you're dealing with attaching something to the actual roof. So you're yeah. going to be getting up pretty high. So, yeah. you know, have it professionally done. Yeah, and that's usually your best bet. And that way it's done. And Yeah, it's done the right way. Yeah. Certainly, I don't want people to You know, you're going to flip the switch ladder. inside the home and uh, it's going to work for you rather than, you know, <laughs> no. all of a sudden it looks like Christmas and uh, your yeah, roof is glowing exactly. before time, you know. Or you're up on the roof and you say, honey, could you just put the switch on and see if this thing is working? And you're oh, up yeah, there exactly. like an electric yeah, thumping the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, honey. Um, yeah, so definitely we think that you should have professionals doing these things. So that seems sort of extravagant to me. Right, so what that's, are some that's other a, pretty much a way of just, you know, dealing with it 100%. Okay. If you are having your roof replaced between now and, say, you know, the winter season, you know, talk to your contractor and they put what they call ice and water shield up there. Okay. It's kind of a, uh, almost like a membrane that sits up from the gutter's edge about two feet up. Okay. And that kind of, you know, puts a, you know, a non-permeable barrier, which doesn't allow the water to, you know, soak into it. Okay. You know, one of the things that's, I don't know why, so you say things and I'm sort of visualizing things. So for her dog they had like a cool pad right mm-hmm. so like we have a big well an english bulldog and she so that you put the pad down and it made it cool all summer why don't they have do they have something that's like a heat pad i guess they could but the amount of energy it would take to operate it i think would be uh, oh yeah so probably yeah probably yeah. wouldn't make sense yeah these cool pads just sort of work on their own so i didn't know if it was if they had something like that but um well, maybe we could come up with that idea. I tell you, yeah, we can just, you know, just clap them together <laughs> and then it's like a heat pad and we can just put them up on the roof for people. <laughs> you install them. I'll sell them. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so the ice and water shield. So if you are doing a new roof, that's a good idea. I remember last year we were actually doing a show with Michael McNamara, who was on before us, and you had mentioned maybe some, um, like, copper or something like maybe, like if you're doing your roof over, like, Yep, there's a thing where you can put uh, like an aluminum or like a metal panel instead of seeing roof material, uh, you know, from the gutter up about a foot to two feet. You'll see this metal material up there. Uh And what it is is the ice will not stick to it. And as soon as you get a little bit of warmth, it just comes right off of it. Oh, yeah. You could also, you could actually imagine that happening, like the sun hitting it and it just sort of falling right off. So three quarters of of the roof is a regular roofing material that you see. And then the, you know, the trailing edge by the gutter. How does that look? uh, Metal. It's some people don't like the look of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I would like the look of that. Yeah, but. most of the time it's all like aluminum or a shiny stainless steel type, type color. So yeah, how long does that last? That color it, though. It lasts. It's the actual metal itself. So really? if you scratch it, it just goes all the way through. And yeah. use it's aluminum or stainless steel, so it doesn't rust. Or, so it doesn't do anything. Right? Well, I think that that's a good idea too. So those are two options for people if they're getting their roof replaced. Definitely do the ice and water shield. Is that something you have to specifically ask for? Uh, generally, yes. Okay. And it's not that expensive to put it up in the scheme of things when you're doing the roof. Yeah, so you might as well do it. You got it. At that point. Or you could do that other metal thing that we were just talking about. What are some of the other things? What about like the... the, gutter helmet and all those other things like for your gutters yeah that's more just for leaves and pine needles 
Okay. Right. So if those are full right now, does that help? Did that has nothing to do with the ice dams? Oh, that has a lot to do with the ice dams because if your gutters are full of leaves and stuff, so you know, just before the first snow or so, uh, you know, get your gutters clean for the last time, or you know, at least you know, take a look inside there and make sure they're clear. So when the water from the roof starts to melt, at least they'll have some place to go, so it doesn't go over the gutter and then freeze if it's really cold outside, and then it's you know making the icicles. I remember seeing gutters hanging off of houses after the after all those ice dams. Oh yeah, too. just just a weight, and some of those icicles, you know, five six feet, and you know they break off, and uh, mm-hmm. you get an air conditioner below. There was a place in oh, uh, yeah. uh, Abington where yeah. the air conditioners are all below here, and they were coming down like uh, swords, like spears, spears, and just going yeah. right through, you know, air conditioning condensers. Yeah. yeah, I guess, you know, that's funny because you don't think about those things about where things are going to land afterwards. But if they're hanging over your doors and oh, everything yeah. else, I mean, that could absolutely kill you. And some of those are 50, 60 pounds just coming down. Same with cars. Oh, yeah. Know? Right on the cars and yeah. everything. All right. So with the gutters, just make sure that you have all the leaves out. Make sure you have all the brush out. And again, there are companies that do that. So if you're not comfortable getting up on a ladder, certainly don't do that yourself. Right. And, you know, most roofing contractors can, you know, do that type of work for you. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Don't trust the guy that's just going to show up on your door looking for work, right? Exactly. When it's an emergency and... Yeah, absolutely. And I, said, oh, I need cash, no checks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, what are some of the other things that we see people doing? Uh, the other is if you were to have someone going up in your attic. Oh. Okay. And what happens is a lot of times people push the insulation all the way out to the gutter area. So, if you can picture the overhang of the house, which on most homes usually goes out between a foot to two feet, mm-hmm. is pull the insulation back to just where the wall begins for the house and allow that overhang not to be insulated and that allows air to go up through there so you don't trap the heat okay so you're saying that they should pull it back pull it back to the wall where the wall uh, joins up you would think that the insulation would keep it warmer no uh it does but uh by putting it to the outside will keep the temperature as close to the outside temperature as you can if you push it all the way to the outside between the insulation and the roof board you're going to trap heat and that's going to melt the uh, ice up there Okay, you have to say it again because I'm totally lost. Okay, so you're saying that this overhang, so we should go up into our attic, and you say we are, we should push it all the way down, or we should nope, not? No, you want to pull it back. Pull it back. So it's not going to the overhanged portion of the home. Oh, okay. Yep, so you want to pull it, if you think of the wall of the house, yep. you want to pull the insulation just back to that wall. Okay. So you're keeping the heat. Oh, I see trapped in the area that you're heating below. Did you see I got it? Like, I, look I, at me. I, the big light bulb just went on, and... <laughs> I know, you can see ding, all, ding, this, ding, ding. all the smoke coming out of my ears. I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? No, because I remember that you had said to me, like, sometimes I'll be driving down the street and I'll see houses that have snow on the roof, snow on the roof, no snow on the roof, right. snow on the roof, snow on the roof, no snow on the roof. And I said to Mark one day, I go, you know why they have no snow on their roof? And he's like, why? I go, because they're not insulated exactly. up there. Exactly. So all the heat from the house is going upstairs and it's making that roof boards warm. What mm. are they called? Roof boards? Yeah, roof boards, sheathing, roof, yeah. uh, plywood boards. Making them warm, and then that's melting the snow you on top. It. So that's what you're telling so us we should heaps. do. Right. Just the last two feet. I get it. We have Sean, who is on the road. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic. Thank you for being our first caller here with me being back on the uh, road. Um, you're on the road, back on the air live. <laughs> what can we do for you today? 
Uh, no, I'm a work for a local roofing company, and um, ice dams have been such an issue this year. I didn't know if I could contribute anything or not. So oh, I more I the better. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, what were some of the things that you were seeing now? Since you're in the industry, do you had did you find a lot of people who are having the ice dams last year have actually taken measures to make sure that they don't have them again this year? Oh yeah, it's uh, horribly emotional for so many people. Um, I've walked into probably five or six different homes this year, and the ceiling for the uh, fan for the kitchen is on the floor. Um, one home had no exterior sheetrock on the first or second floors because every eave leaked. Um, oh, wow. Just absolutely horrible. Oh yeah, a lot of it could have been avoided, but um, some of these were new to the area. They didn't uh, know what to do. Um, some didn't use a home inspector. Hmm. and wound up with some very, very costly problems. Yeah, see, shame on them. That's oh, why we yeah. have Steve here this morning. He's from Imperial Inspections. So, Steve, you can tell, too. Like, So, Sean's seeing the damage inside these houses. Can right. you tell when people aren't taking care of those the proper way? Oh, sure. Even this time of year here, you can look at the siding on the house, and a lot of times if they the mm-hmm. ice dams, water is getting between the siding and the interior walls, and the rust from the nail heads are coming down on the siding on the outside. So now you can tell that they've had ice dams especially in areas like the overhang of the house up toward the top you see rust stains and the weather just doesn't get to it so you know you had the ice dams last oh season my gosh. sean have you ever done those heat cables is that something a roofing company would do or is that something more an electrician would do well typically a roofing company will work with an electrician if they don't have one on staff we um actually use an upgraded version of that it's a heated panel that goes along the eave area so instead of just the width of the cable, you have a heated area of about five or six areas. And then you run a cable through the gutter and downspout so that melted water then has a way to get out. Right. The whole oh. thing is that the ice isn't the problem, it's the water. Right. So whether it's a roof rake to provide some kind of a melt path for that water to get out or something as simple as carefully you know, using a small hammer so you don't damage the roof, it's the ponding water that will find a, some kind of a vulnerability in the ice and water shield. Sooner or later, it's going to ferret out a weakness and find a way in. Right. So, let me ask, did you hear the the story earlier that Steve shared when he went to an inspection last year and there were guys up there with sledgehammers? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you been seeing... Oh, that's another great question. How many callbacks have you had from owners who are looking for a true professional to do what they need to be done because somebody else messed it up last year? That is probably one of the biggest things that I have heard this entire season. Um, People are really getting away from, and it's unfortunate because there's a lot of very qualified small shops and handymen, um, but unfortunately there are a lot of guys out there that don't know what they're doing. Some of them might have good intentions, thinking they're helping, um, do not provide a proper fix. So these people are right back where they were, sometimes worse off than they were before because now they have even more interior damage. Yeah. yeah and so, the, yeah, the main thing a lot of times is... Someone with excellent ratings and, of course, word-of-mouth referrals usually ensures a you know, pretty good starting point. That's what we suggested. What you were going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, the main thing is turning those, uh, you know, the heater strips or cables on, you know, before it snows. You know, if they do it after <laughs> the everything's formed up there, you know, it's basically, you know, useless at that point. Yeah, especially since most people have the zigzag cable types, those yes. can be overwhelmed. So if they're not warmed and ready to go as the snow begins to fall, 
um, they can't overwhelm that ice once it's in place. Right. Uh, I, I think you mentioned before that it, then it's pretty much too late. Right. It creates more problems by doing that at that point. Yeah. Well, boy, yeah, lucky it's for me. Better just to leave them on for the season, cost aside. If you if you have a chronic problem and the insulation is proper, the ventilation is proper, everything's been done to the structure. Uh, I just can spend the money and you know try to avoid the problem. Do you think at any point this is for both of you? And I don't know who's going to have the answer for me though. Do you think that because I know like my building where my office is, like there are weird peaks, like A frames and all. You know what I mean? Like this, like all different valleys. Yeah. And stuff, yes. So is that sort of a design flaw? Like you can't really fix a design yeah. flaw. Well, it's just the way the building's designed, and you know, if you have a good steep uh, valley area or a shallow one, sometimes snow will accumulate there. Or if you don't clean the roof, you know, with the pine needles and the leaves and stuff like that, that's an area where things would tend to congregate and create concerns. Yeah, before yeah, just by design, some areas are just natural snow catches. Um, aesthetically, it's pleasing, but if that ice and water shield hasn't been run underneath the shingles that while it's being constructed, then up behind the say the cedar uh, shingles or clapboard on the dormer area to provide a, you know, a secondary um, protection to just the step flashing. Uh, yeah, that's a huge vulnerability. That's awesome. Well, Sean... Some will get them no matter what. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know what, we could do another whole show on that, and that's maybe, I would love, if you want to leave your number with Tim, because we have to go to a break, I really do appreciate you calling, because to have somebody on the line with us um, that that definitely does this, um, and you sound just like you know what you're doing, so I would love to talk to you off the air if you want, and maybe one time we can set up a time for you to come on to the show, and we can do another show together. Uh, sounds a little scary, but I'd probably do it. Uh, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> Don't be scared because we'll make sure that, you know, we have Steve here with us and he's he's easy breezy. Um, but, yeah, I think that this is going to be something that we're going to have to start. M- what our job is here is to try to help people through the processes before they happen. Exactly. Right? Because last year we were like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? This year we want them to have the information before it happens. Yes. Right? So maybe yes, being proactive is always the best thing. Absolutely. So, Sean, if you don't mind leaving your name and your number, and then I can get some more information. Um, so do you own the company that you work for, that you were with? Oh, no, no, no. I'm one of 60 employees for a 42-year-old company. Okay, well, perfect. Well, I look forward to speaking with you afterwards, and maybe you can connect me with the owner, and we can do a, a show together. So leave your number and everything with Tim. I will. Thank you uh, both. Thank hey, you. Hey, have a good morning, Sean. You know, we're, um, we went back by our 1020, so I hope Tony uh, from Halifax, if he could just stay on the line just for one minute, we're going to just take our break real quick, and we'll be right back. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, except credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Have you been to the South Shore's newest curtain store? It's the Curtain House in Pembroke. The Curtain House is different from any other curtain store. They carry updated styles, colors, and fabrics in balances, panels, and Roman shades. The displays are beautiful and include decorative pillows, lamps, 
frame prints, and more. Their curtains are high quality, ready-made, and in stock. Or you can select your own fabric and style, all at ready-made prices. The friendly and experienced staff at the Curtain House will make decorating easy for you. Whatever your taste or budget, there's something for everyone. The Curtain House, located on Route 139 in Pembroke, across from the Omelette Factory, in the same plaza as Boston Connect Real Estate. They're open Monday through Saturday. Check out their website, thecurtainhouseonline.com. The Curtain House, a family-owned and operated business. Let The Curtain House make your house a home. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Stephen Cook of Imperial Inspection Services. I am uh, the broker owner and proud founder of Boston Connect Real Estate. We just had a five-year anniversary, if you can believe it, this last Thursday. Five years. Five years? That's a long time. Yeah, it's been it's been a long a long time. It's been it's been great. It's been fantastic. So thirty five agents strong. Uh, we're helping as many people as we can uh, through the home buying and selling process, uh, connecting people from Boston to the Cape. So uh, we have Tony on the line. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, what can we do for you? First time caller. Excellent. Time Thank listener. you. Well, last year uh, I had about eight feet of snow on my roof, and it, like water started coming in. And I started getting some estimates on what to do, and I had this one guy, he wanted to put copper panels around my whole house and do all this, and that estimate was about 50 grand. And then I had another estimate, this guy wanted to whip off everything and put ice and water, whatever that stuff is. Yeah, that's usually, uh, if you've never had it before last year, you know, some of the... uh, uh, less inexpensive ways like the ice and water or the uh, you know the heat cables uh, that Sean was talking about. Our previous caller, uh, you know, might be a way to go if it's a chronic problem every year that you have it, whether it's a tough season or an easy season. Uh, then you may want to go you know more to an extreme. Yeah, I actually went with the cheaper guy for this guy wanted six grand, so I mean it was a huge difference. Right. And, uh, I mean, and then they showed up the next day, well, they showed up, and it was like a van 
And I couldn't believe how many guys jumped out of this van. <laughs> the circus. I couldn't any of them. Right. It was, I, I don't know. They were all about four feet tall, and they spoke, I don't know what they were, a Mexican or Peruvian or something. So, uh, so, but as long as they got the job done was, right. That and, was an experience in itself right there. Yeah, but your main thing is whenever you have a contractor on the property is you want to, you know, get a hold of his, um, you know, workman's comp and his insurance. You know, that way, if they're, especially... American guys that we're going to show up. Do you right? believe that? Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's that's your main thing is going to be on the insurance because they're up there and if they damage the property or someone gets hurt on your property, uh, that's going to kind of fall back. You know, to whoever mm-hmm. owns the house mm-hmm. at that point, and then it really becomes a situation. So you got a nice new roof out of it, anyways, right? Well, unfortunately, I had to call them back because I guess they called in a different batch or something with the roof and shingles, and one color was different than the other side. So, you know, I called them on it, and he wouldn't come back out and put the the right color on, and. Uh, I'm just, I've had it. Right. I don't know what to do. Have you ever heard of this before? Well, there were a lot of people last year that were doing things like this to a lot of people, and I I know that people have had to bring lawsuits against other people. Right. So yeah. the thing is, I think what Steve's point was, and this is a, ve- a valuable lesson, Tony, for all of our other listeners, is if somebody just comes knocking on your door, make sure that they do have liability insurance right. and workman's comp. That's why when you're getting estimates from people and one is very, very low and the rest of them are higher chances are they the the people who are charging you more is because they have to pay workman's comp they have to pay liability insurance they have all of these responsibilities and, and a lot of times you get what you pay for you know you get different yeah. materials and you know you're, you know, you're buying chuck steak or you're buying like, sirloin yeah is it going to non-american people let's say that part, I mean, we really don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everyone needs a job, so yep. I, I'm just... Absolutely. I've seen uh, contractors great and, um, you know, whether, wherever they came from. Yeah, yep. yeah. I don't think that it really matters anybody's no. nationality or anything like that, if what their their job performance is. I think what you need to do is make sure that when somebody is knocking on your door that they have the proper, you know... Like you, you said, know, proper licenses liability and insurance. And, and a lot of times, if you work with someone local, you're going to see them down at Stop and Shop on Saturday when you're shopping. So, you know, they're not going to run and hide in the dairy aisle. You know, yeah. they see you coming. They're going to say, geez, how's my job and everything going well? And, and make sure they're pulling a permit because when they go to the town to pull a permit, the right. town will make sure that they have all the certifications that they need right. in order to be getting yeah. a permit, And if right? you're not up on the type no of repairs problem. they're doing, if you pull a permit... Uh, I then, you should know, have did more research. Yeah, exactly. You should have really... I should have went with the guy who wanted to put the copper, well, copper around my around that roof uh, you know yeah but $50,000 for guy. something like that I think is I mean, sort of astronomical like more on price but it, you know what I mean I don't know yeah. yeah well you didn't have to go to the the expense of doing that but like I said I mean Sean Sean called earlier and he's from Olin Roofing in Norwood and it sounds right. like they are true professionals there and I'm sure that they have all their paperwork in line and um I but, used, those were the guys I used to come to my house are you serious no, really? <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to go down that path right now. So why don't we talk off the air if you want me to uh, give you some other advice. But I know the show, um, there are sure. other attorneys in the area. Right. Sure. Okay. Sure. So. You can reach me at 781. No, 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 no. no don't no, give no, your no, phone no, number no. over the air. Don't give your phone number over the air. I'm going to let Tim give you, get. you can give your phone number to Tim, okay? Uh, okay. Well, have a good day, Tony. All right, Tony. Bye-bye now. Have a great day.
Thanks. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So that was Tony from Halifax. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good lesson to learn, you know, you know, research your contractors, you know, especially after this winter. You know, if a warm body showed up on your front stoop, people were just hiring them, you know. And people were doing things that were unethical. We started our show that way, telling people, uh, you know, you know, I had heard that down in Oak Point that there were people that were going into Oak Point and they do a lot of the services there for you. Yes. And that people were showing up and they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing yeah. your, your roof. Yeah, you want us to finish? And we'll they're like, know. fine, yeah, go ahead. And then they want them to pay them. Right. So, um, well, Looks like we have Tom calling in from Kingston. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Are you there? There he is. Good I'm morning, here. Tom. Good morning again. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Congratulations again. Oh, thank that you. Is, uh, that time for me, anyway, flew by. I don't know about you. <laughs> it did, but I got to tell you, I was so much cuter five years ago. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell people I feel like the president, the first, you know, the first term, the president's in, right, in no office. No gray hairs up there. Looks well, good. they're covered. Yeah. I go to a really good hairdresser. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. You know, the first year in term, the president has, you know, black hair, and then second term, it's gray. Right. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is, you guys, you and your husband, smart. You got yourself a little bit of recreation, able to get out and get away. And mm-hmm. you know, when we had our boat down in Situate, you know, when we went out, it was great. There was no cell phones. There was no traffic mm-hmm. light. There was no anything. It was just mm-hmm. quiet, peaceful. We enjoyed it. We took a ride down to P Town, get an ice cream, swing by Plymouth, get mm-hmm. something to eat. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things. I mean, you know, we are just have always enjoyed boating and boating. You know, when the kids were little, I feel very fortunate that when I was working and doing open houses and doing all that, Mark was on the boat with the girls and I would meet up with them later in the day. So the girls really got some really good quality time with their dad. And they're still my girls and they're very, very close to their dad. So I had them during the week. He had them on the weekends. And now it's our time to sort of enjoy uh, the boating season together which is great. So did you have any specific questions for us, Tom? Well, yeah, did you... I want to make a comment, if you don't mind. But sure. We're going to just finish up on the boat. It was so funny. We used to pull into the Situate Harbor, and as we're pulling in to the slip, you know, you get everybody on the mill wharf there mm. wishing they were out in the boat. Mm-hmm. We, the people in the boat, wishing we were over the mill wharf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. One of those deals. Yep. Well, they uh, say that the best you, friend uh, to have is one with the boat. The audience about uh, winter coming. Mm-hmm. My yes. son works in heating and air. Mm-hmm. And he says, usually the very first cold day that it goes freezing, he would say close to 60% of the calls for no heat mm-hmm. ends up being the thermostat with the batteries being dead. Mm-hmm. And they always tell the customer, have you checked your batteries? Have you checked your thermostat? And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they send a tech out, and it's the batteries. Yeah, no, that's a good point, uh, Tom, is you know maybe a couple of weeks before, really getting into the heating season or maybe even today where it's a little cool outside, test your heat, run it, you know, for like a half an hour. Absolutely. And if there's anything, any little quirks or something like that, you no, can have no. that address before you get into the really, you know, cold weather. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get a, t- a service tech would be at a premium mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, sure. Mark actually got his first no heat call last week. Right. Uh, it, we were, it, I was like, it's like humidity. Like, tell her to, like... Put, you know what I mean? There's no heat call. Tell her to put a T-shirt on. You know what I mean? It was so hot last weekend. So, But that is a very good point, and I want to let you know, last year we had no heat in the office, and I was like, it's freezing in here. Like, what is going on? Couldn't figure it out. And somebody said to me, oh, you should check the battery. And I was like, there's a battery in there? I had right. no idea. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah you look at the thermostat and there's you know no reading at yeah. all. It's ninety percent of the time. It's the uh, battery I know that's I out. I'm going to change my battery. You know right. what? So when people change um, the clocks back, we always say change the batteries in your smoke detectors, mm-hmm. in your carbon monoxide detectors. I'm also going to add thermostats. Right. Well, it's not all thermostats need them because sometimes okay. they are powered from the uh, you know the boiler or the furnace you know, oh, through okay. low voltage, and not all take batteries. Oh, all right. Right. Yeah, I had people ripping things off the yeah, wall. Exactly. There's no battery in there. Now my heat really doesn't work. <laughs> I know. Let's call Mark. Oh, yeah. By the way, my husband's phone number is 617-823-7100. No. <laughs> Just rip those things off the wall. That's it. Mark's probably shaking his head right now. Like, that's the worst advice you've ever given, Sharon. So, well, Tom, thank you again for calling. You, you always have... Usual. It's nice to have you back on live. No, oh, thank you so much, you Tom. Yeah, Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Have a good morning. Bye-bye. So Tom is great, by the way. Tom and Patsy listen all the time, and um, they called for anniversary, and they did, you know, they, he always, he's like, I know you're not there. So <laughs> anyways, <laughs> again, we're live, 781-837-4900. Thank you so much for all the phone calls this morning. I feel like we're being welcomed back into our WATD kitchen table here. Um, I have Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections with me. If you have any questions that have anything to do with inspections, um, if you are a home buyer or if you're planning on selling your home and you want um, Steve to give you some advice on some things that you could be doing, should be doing, before you list your house or things that you want to think about when you're buying a house, definitely give us a call. Tim is waiting. He's jumping up and down waiting for more phone calls. 781-837-4900. When we come back, we hope we have your phone calls. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing, featuring on-site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1-800-440-1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, accepting credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services. 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Have you been to the South Shore's newest curtain store? It's the Curtain House in Pembroke. The Curtain House is different from any other curtain store. They carry updated styles colors and fabrics in valances, panels, and Roman shades. The displays are beautiful and include decorative pillows, lamps, frame prints, and more. Their curtains are high quality, ready-made, and in stock, or you can select your own fabric and style, all at ready-made prices. The friendly and experienced staff at the Curtain House will make decorating easy for you. Whatever your taste or budget, there's something for everyone. The Curtain House, located on Route 139 in Pembroke, across from the Omelette Factory, in the same plaza as Boston Connect Real Estate. They're open Monday through Saturday. Check out their website, thecurtainhouseonline.com. The Curtain House, a family-owned and operated business. Let The Curtain House make your house a home. There they go again. It's another smooth move with Gallo Moving and Storage. When it's time to move your valued possessions, don't trust just any moving company. At Gallo Moving and Storage, they understand that you've spent your entire lifetime turning your house into a home. The Gallo sales consultants will walk you through every aspect of the move. And as an authorized agent of United Van Lines, you're guaranteed to get the treatment you deserve. 
From packing the first box to unloading the final dish, the Gallo professionals guide you every step of the way, whether you're moving across the street or across the country. Gallo Moving and Storage is always a smooth move. Gallo Moving and Storage, close by in Weymouth. Call Bill Balo at 1-866-697-4400. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. 50% more talk real estate absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara. Now, one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon with Sharon McNamara and Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections. Good morning again. I know. I'm so glad to have you here. The time is going by fast here. We've had some great callers this morning. So thank you so much for uh, listening in and calling in and all of those good things. I was checking my text messages to see if anyone was sending me a text. Did you check your email? I to did, see? yes. Uh, nope. No calls or nope. emails here. So, so uh, we've... Yeah. Called right in on the phones. Perfect. 781-837-4900. Tim is here. If you do have any questions for us, feel free to give us a call. Again, we're live. We haven't really been live all summer. Uh, we have just, uh, you know, taken some time this summer to just sort of enjoy family and things like that. So we've been pre-recording with Ryan during the week, but um, it isn't because we don't love you. We're here. We're back um, at our WATD kitchen table here. Uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We were talking about... ISTAMS uh, prior, and maybe we can, you know, talk a little bit about uh, radon and uh, the impacts of that and how we test and uh, remediation. Perfect. Let's go ahead. You go right with it. Yeah, basically uh, radon is kind of a naturally occurring uh, radioactive gas Mm -hmm. and it's more prevalent today. It's always been around. It's just that the houses are built so tight these days Mm. and uh, it gets, you know, more accumulation inside Do you think we're probably going to see more and more? Don't you? Because, I mean, now that there's all these energy code things. Oh, right. You just don't have the ventilation downstairs to dissipate it. And if you think of radon gas, it's almost like a microwave. It is a radiation. So if you look at your microwave oven, you know, when you put your coffee in there, you're not going to, you know, Put your, obviously put your hand in there as it's heating the coffee up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with radon gas. You know, as soon as a door is open, radon gas is uh, dissipated and lowered. So when we come back, we have a, a caller, but um, we're going to talk about the radon again when we come back and how it gets trapped downstairs and everything, and then the testing, of course. So, yep. Good we- morning, Joyce. Hi. Uh, we bought a house uh, uh, five years ago, uh, June 2010, sure. and we didn't have it inspected. Mm-hmm. We uh, bought with cash. Sure. 
we uh, didn't go through the bank for a loan or a mortgage. And unfortunately, because we didn't have an inspection, I think we got something, <laughs> you know, that we should have had inspected. We've got cracks in the walls, uh, mm. a lot of cracks in the walls. And there's, other, there's been other problems, too. The uh, bathtub, the shower wasn't set up properly. It doesn't have uh, a, a way to go up to the shower. The water just comes out, uh, you know, wrong. Right. Um, and the, there's a bunch of other things, too. Cracks downstairs in the basement and on the walls. It is, do we have any recourse? Can we go back to the builder? Because he just built two houses, one in front and one in back. Yeah, generally not. Uh, you know, at this stage of the game, what you may want to do is maybe have a professional home inspector come in and assess, uh, you know, what's actually going on at this five-year period to see if there's any sort of interaction that, that can be done at this point to help stave off any, uh, you know, costly or repairs down the line. Yeah, and then maybe that is something that you could even just have a conversation with the contractor. So I'm assuming that this was new construction. Yes, it is. Brand new. Brand new. Right. So maybe that is a good idea is if you had Steve come out and do an inspection for you, um, at least he could tell you like this looks like it's maybe a structural issue or whatever, then maybe you could go back to the builder and maybe in good faith he would say, right. oh, I should repair this. Yeah, because most builders, they usually uh, you know, stand behind uh, their home for the first year. And yeah. if anything comes up within that time, uh, depending on what it is, they generally come back and yeah. uh, do some sort of uh, repair or uh, mm-hmm. you know, make the situation right. Yeah, because Joyce, yeah. I work with a lot of new construction myself, so I've had a lot of developments and I have a couple that I'm working on right now. And I know one of my builders in particular, what we do is, you know, before you purchase the house, you go through, he does a checklist, you know, you know, just little things, chipped paint or whatever. Right. Usually you know, if we're doing checklist. like a uh, home inspection on a new one, the report generated is more for things that aren't completed all the way. Yeah. And it kind of uses a checklist, you know, you know, before the actual uh, passing of the purchase of the home. But then what he also does, what I like is he'll come back in 30 days, then he right. comes back in six months and then he comes back in a year. So anything that sort of came up, they can sort of rectify all those situations. So I'm just curious, Joyce, did you have a buyer's agent representing you? And why didn't you have a home inspection? The owner himself, the, the builder, the constructor himself, was, was uh, 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 passing papers with us. Okay, so and you he, just walked right into said, it. He said, everybody comes back, you know, in a year. Everybody comes back within a year for problems. You're going to find something. And I said, no, we won't. Well, you know, we found one thing and one little thing, and then we had a couple of cracks show up, and I thought, well, it's getting close to nine months. Maybe it's too late. My husband got really sick, and oh. I was just I wiped out. I was just overwhelmed with his physical problems. Yeah, other problems. things took priority. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it sounds like maybe, you know, hopefully you have a builder who is, you know, reputable and somebody who has integrity, and... I, I would take Steve's advice and have right. an inspection done and just see if it's something, you Right, know. to see if it's something that's a real big problem or something that just, you know, general maintenance after five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always recommend to people, whether it's new construction or not, to have a home inspection. Steve, we did one for somebody I had new construction. Yes. And there was cracks in the brand new fiberglass tub. Yes, someone dropped, uh, no, it was uh, someone drilled from the other side in with a drywall screw oh. and pushed into the actual uh, unit from the other from the closet side yeah so yeah. things like that happen all the time so um as they're doing new construction i know mark my husband is a plumber and he'll say a lot of times like he has to put like things down in the tubs now and he he takes literal video and pictures right. 
hey, look, there's no cracks, there's nothing going on with this thing. Then the electrician or somebody comes in. I'm not blaming the electrician, but yeah. the plumbers always do. Yeah, someone <laughs> drops a drill or a yeah. hammer or something in there. And, and it could crack it. So um, maybe your story will prompt others, even if you are doing new construction, to have an inspection. But perhaps oh, yeah. you, you can... Call Steve it's after the, worst the show. Thing we, ever did. We, we, we never should have, you know, just bought the house without an inspection. Somebody that we were anxious to get into a home, and I was anxious to, to get him settled and get him under some medical care and, yeah. and, you know, go on with our life because we just got married yeah. in, in uh, February yeah. of 2010 looking for a house. Yeah, and so that's what happens a lot of times. People buy with emotion, and right. that's why a buyer's agent, when you have someone you're working with, we tend to calm those emotions, right. you know, and, and help people make good decisions. Give a realistic decisions. view of what you're purchasing and what should be done, the proper steps, you know, during the purchase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so an inspection is one thing. Now, now the other thing is we're, we're looking into uh, leaving because the house is just too big. It's two floors. We, we, we don't need nine rooms. Yeah. Right. So we're going thinking of going to a place like Linden Ponds, okay. right. retirement community. Yep. Do, would we need an inspection there? I mean, they really stand by everything that they do. Yeah, no, even even some of the, a lot of the over 55s, we still do the inspections, even if it's, um, you know, a couple down the Cape, which have a program where they have a little bit of assisted living and you actually purchase this as a condominium. We go in there and that way they see, you know, exactly what you're buying because you're buying something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. whether or not there's absolutely nothing wrong or whether things are taken care of 100%, you know, do you want to deal with them after you, you know, have construction people coming through or do you want to deal with it, you know, before you purchase the place and that way you just walk in there and, you know, enjoy from day one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always recommend if you're going to buy anything and purchase anything, if it's a home, you should have an inspection done. And, just, and the other thing too, Steve, we talk about this all the time, Joyce, is one thing that Steve does and he does really well is he finds things that might maybe imperfections in the home. But what I love that he does most is he teaches the home buyer different functions of the house yeah, and how to, how to maintain operate it. your home you know if, if mm-hmm. you have an emergency where a pipe breaks i'll be showing you you know where your you know water shut off is for the house just so it doesn't look like a three stooges movie mm-hmm. you know and you'll be able yeah. to take care of it very quickly and then call mark mm-hmm. exactly yeah. so if you have any other questions for us joyce i mean we'd be more than happy to you know talk with you off the air if you want to leave your number about how much would it cost for an inspection? Uh, generally, most homes run between 420 up to 480 depending on the size of the home. So if you have something, you know, right around 2,500 square feet, that's about 420, 450. You know, if you get into the larger 3,000 square foot plus, that, you know, the price goes up. Mm-hmm. Well worth, well worth the the investment. As you can see, if you had had one to begin with, perhaps some of these other issues would have been a less a concern. But if you are thinking about selling, I would certainly have an inspection done now so you can rectify those situations because a crack in a wall could be a simple thing as a seam and settling and you just have to have it retaped and painted. That might cost you, let's say, $1,000. That's whatever. I don't even know what the number would be. A buyer comes in and sees it. They're going to say it's definitely structural and they're going to say it costs $10,000. Yeah, there's going to be an inspection no matter what. So whether you, you know, take care of it before you have prospective buyers come in and it's one less thing for them to talk about or you deal with it, you know, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, do you know a reputable inspector? Well, uh, I don't know, Sharon. Do you know? <laughs> I do, actually. His name is Steve Cook from Imperial Inspection Services. This is a great uh, intro into him giving his Absolutely. information. And if you do consider doing that, if you want to give our office a call, uh, the number is one 800 440 
1141. Andy, the talk, uh, Shirley's on uh, today, and uh, she can help you with the pricing and uh, a date and time that would work for you. Give that number again. Uh, 1 800 440 1141. And where are you located? Uh, we have an office in Braintree and then one down on uh, Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Very good. Well, thank, thank you very much. Thank you thank so you. much, Joyce. We appreciate okay. your call. So that was Joyce, and uh, she was calling in regard to situations, new construction, resale, everything that should be done. So we didn't really get a chance to talk about radon, so we, that gives us something to yeah, talk we'll about. We'll do that at the end of the month. We'll you do that, it. and we'll do that, and that's going to be a really good show because there's a lot going on with radon right now. Can you give your number one more time? Sure, it's 1-800-440-1141, or you can uh, go to our website, which is imperialinspectionservices.com. Perfect. And I am Sharon McNamara. You are listening to me along with uh, Steve Cook from Imperial Inspections. I am the broker owner and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate. I am a full-time plus real estate agent servicing clients uh, throughout the South Shore. Uh, Just helping people navigate the home buying and home selling process. It's something I love to do. And uh, if you have any questions regarding real estate, please feel free to call me at 781-294-4848. 781-294-4848 or you can go to bostonconnect.com don't forget to check out all our open houses i'm going to be located tomorrow on robin terrace in pembroke beautiful four-bedroom new construction home on the market for 6.99 it's a beauty come and visit me i like my coffee black with splenda <laughs> have a great weekend have a great weekend bye-bye bye-bye